day 81. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast about the Bible. We want you to know that the Bible is more like a window than a mirror. We come to the Bible like a window to look through it to see God, not like a mirror that we come to look at and see us. Second yep. Kings chapter one. Yeah. A lot going on. A lot. Uh, we're we're like 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 we said before, um, the kings, right? We have the kings who succeed David's throne, monarchy is split up, Israel and Judah. Yeah. And we have these prophets who who come on the scene and basically yeah. uh kind of take over the show a little bit yeah. and provide God's word and speak judgment even to the kings. Yeah, yeah. And so here's what I love about this is how it starts off, right? So chapter one mm-hmm. starts off and it's this look, after Ahab's death right yeah, yeah. so the yeah, same yeah, way that things have gone way. in the past mm. god's work is going to continue out to outlive god's workers nobody see. lives forever right mm. the bad news good leaders don't live forever yeah the good news right the type of good news that i have <laughs> folks dancing in the street mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> bad yeah. leaders don't live yeah forever mm. and so here's what takes place yeah. the leader's gone yep and now look at this the people do what they've done in the past, and they go to inquire yeah. of a God of what they should do. The problem is this group of people is so far gone. They've been mm. so misled by their kings mm. that instead of inquiring of God like they had in the past, they basically go and inquire of idols, yep. of false gods. Yeah. And then the prophets get mad and say, yo, is there not a God in Israel? Like, God's always answered y'all. Right. Why would y'all go to these false gods? Yes. And then what we'll see is, all right, this is just trying to help us see, all right, look, don't look to the kings right now for God's Mm. word. Mm. Look to the prophets. Yeah. That these, the group of people that God has raised up is God's going to ensure that his word and his blessing is still going to get to his people even in the midst of the corrupt leaders at the top. Yeah, I love. It's just so many statements in the Bible that you just can feel. It's right. like, is it because ain't no God in Israel? That's <laughs> right. why you doing like right. that's why you want to go to another idol yeah. to get an answer um, about what you what you should do right. in the time of trouble. Like you said, like God hasn't always helped you right. in the time of trouble. But what you realize, man, life is not even about having the right answers. But simply knowing where to go to get them, mm. right? So we, so we know we can go to God. We can go to God's word. We can go to God's people right. to receive God's word in the time of distress. And um, what we see here is uh, Ahaziah not trying to do that. Um, but what we realize too, bro, is that man idolatry is the biggest threat. And I think I think First and Second Kings is really trying to drive that home. Yeah, idolatry is the biggest threat to our spiritual health. Right. And they can. And our, and this is the crazy thing. Our idols can never save us right. when we are in real trouble. Right. Right? Yep. And it's like, yeah, like I think uh, today, obviously, idols don't look like carved images that we go and meet uh, in the town hall and worship. But I think because of that fact, because they're invisible now, they're much more subtle, much more dangerous, and we're much more prone to fall into they it. They are. And you've got to ask yourself, when I'm distressed, when I'm hurt. Yeah. Where's the first place that I go to for answers? Yeah. Where's the first place that I go to for direction yeah. and for guidance, yeah. right? That there's an aspect of like I I think that we have so many resources at our disposal mm. as 
Americans or people in the West or wherever we live, um, social media, like wisdom from all types of folks that really just gives us this excuse to be prayerless. And so when people are confused and uh, starting to take all types of bad advice, I think this same word applies like, yo, 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 I, I, I know you're stressed. I, I know you're confused. There's not a God that you can yeah, go to and bow your knees in prayer and open up your Bible and ask them mm. what we should do next, right? So there's sometimes when you're trying to apply God's word that you've got to, uh, yeah, climbing the ladder to apply God's words. There's all types of mm-hmm. rungs that you have to climb up to bridge the contextual gap. Sure. The start of this book is not one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very clear, it's one rung when we're stressed, when we're confused, when we don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Inquire of God, get on your knees, pray. God's eager yep. to respond to his people. Absolutely. And then following this, we have uh, just the passing of the baton. So one of the questions, two questions you should ask when you look at a text is in the Bible is, um, where have I seen this before? Right. And what does this tell me about God? Yeah. Right? And so we have Elijah passing the baton on to Elisha, right? right? And yeah, you just see kind of similar themes, right? So they part the Jordan River, right? Yeah. And you see all this stuff and it's like, yo, um, Elijah is taken up into heaven right. like Enoch yep. was in Genesis 5, literally yep. the same verbs here in Hebrew. And like Jesus will be taken up into heaven right. in Acts. Um and so what we see here, though, is that this prophetic ministry is a continuation of something that's already been going. Right. Right. Elisha is not stepping into some kind of new religion right. or new pattern of thinking. Yeah. It is God being faithful with the next generation, with the next group of people he has placed his spirit on right. to continue to speak his word yeah. to his people. And yep. so even here, we see, too, that uh, Elisha goes away and Elisha's like, yo, man, give me a double portion of the spirit. I need something. Yeah. Like, I need some. I need some. Yeah. And God sends him his spirit. Yeah. Right. And it's like, yo, the prophet was anointed with the spirit of mm. God to speak the word of God. Right. Like Jesus was. Yep. Jesus was anointed with the spirit of God. And when he leaves in Acts 1, he sends us the Holy Spirit. Amen. So now we can speak the word of God to yep. each other. Yeah. And Elijah does about seven miracles that are recorded. Ah, you beat me to it. Elisha is going to actually do twice as many. Twice as many. Right. Mm-hmm. And so these first three on the scene yeah. are really going to be him legitimizing that the spirit of God is with him. So he's going to part the sea on the way back, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to cleanse the water, yeah. purify, right? What yep, gives yep, life yep. to the folks. And then you have the third story. And as a guy that's bald myself, I sympathize this one where the kids come and- Come bald, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, all right, this is not, yo, you call me bald. I had a receding hairline at 25. My feelings are hurt. So I'm right. going to call the judgment of God down for you. Yeah. That's not that. But uh, what some folks think is when they say words like, go on up, you baldy. The baldy is just like, you know, your little extra shade thrown yeah. in. But the real uh, fences go on up. Basically, yo, go the way of Elijah. We don't want you here. You're not welcome. It's this delegitimization of the prophet of God, the one that God had there. And remember, Moses and Miriam, Mm -hmm. right, did the same thing to Moses. Yo, fam, don't want you here. Uh, We should lead. And God strikes him down and says, listen, this is my guy, y'all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, chill out. And so that's what takes place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think too, um, 
in Second Kings three, you have like Elijah's uh, prophet, um, his prophetic ministry being confirmed and acknowledged by the kings. Right. And so he comes to the kings, and they have to realize that you know there's a still a true prophet in Israel. Yeah. And so Elijah basically uh, delivers, uh, yeah, the Lord's word to them too, and it's confirmed because it comes true. Right. right? And one of the things we see even in First Corinthians, Paul is like, "Yo, test prophecies." Because if somebody speaks a word and it doesn't happen, then right. like people was doing right. in this season, people have been speaking words and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Uh, Angels the, from Africa. Yeah, it's, it's not a true, they're not a true prophet. Right. And I think one of the things we have to realize too is that discerning the, the word of the Lord, Yeah, right? In, mm. in, in every uh, season we live in, we have to discern the word of the Lord and know that there will be false prophets. So we have to be discerning people as Christians, Yeah, right? There will yeah. be false prophets in, in uh, where we are. And uh, so, yeah, I think that's something we would have to do and yeah. then after that too bro he starts to do more miracles in second kings 4 yeah and one of the things i want people to know bro is yeah. that um god's message and god's messengers yeah go hand in hand right so you can't in other words you can't accept god's message mm -hmm. and then reject his messenger right you can't say oh, i love the bible but i'm cool on jesus right right yeah. you can't say oh i love jesus right but i'm cool on the bible right right, right. it goes right. hand in hand yeah yeah, yeah. and i just want to man as we close out just give a rundown right chapter four is beautiful. And here's what I mean about even in the midst of corrupt leaders that are oppressive, God's word and God's blessing still gets to his people. Here's what takes place in the fourth chapter. Uh, Through the word of the Lord, Elisha is caring for the poor by, yep. by providing nothing out of something. Through the word of the Lord, Elisha is promising to bring new life, the birth of a son to a barren woman through mm -hmm. the word of the Lord. He's raising up this son from the dead, renewed life through the word of the Lord. He's showing ample provision yeah. and blessing through the word of the Lord. He's purifying mm -hmm. what's deadly and people are learning to rely on the prophet of God and his words on behalf of God as he mm -hmm. cleans that stew and through the word through the words of the Lord, we just see all these things taking place. Yeah. yeah. And man, I, I just love how it kind of talks about um, the widow and like just very subtly, and this will bleed into the next chapter too. Yeah. The needs of a nation, right? The nation is in, in chaos, but the needs of a nation doesn't stop God from helping and caring for the needy. Right. Yeah. Mm. And so, man, like we just see the character of God, even when things seem to be going on crazily on a, a macro level, right. God still cares for the everyday lives yeah. of his people. Yep. And we're going to see that very, very clearly in the life of Jesus. God's true prophet if it comes into the world.